Hey y'all, it's Fort Worth Camera Radio coming to you kind of live from our new and improved studio. Don't you like it, guest? It is great. It is pretty nice. Be sure to talk right into the microphone. Okay, I'm going to get close to the mic Yeah, we'll give you a nice introduction in a moment. Uh, You know what? Fort Worth Camera was broken into kind of recently, and uh, they broke into our studio, aka my office. And so if you hear phones ringing and stuff in the background, that's why. We are a fully operational camera store, and business is being conducted. And uh, before I introduce our today's guest, a Fort Worth camera ambassador, no less, uh, I've got some funny stories. Um, although he's been helping us out with the Fort Worth Photo Fest for the last, let me count on these posters in the wall right now. One, two, three. I think it's the last three Fort Worth Photo Fests at the Magnolia Motor Lounge, where we've had concert photography. And um, some really great opportunities photographing Charlie Stout and uh, what's really cool about that event. And we'll probably do it again in the 2020 Photo Fest is where he actually was conducting concert photography from the stage. He was not only the talent, but he was the instructor. It was a fantastic event. And my next guest is, uh, well, I'll let him explain how he's involved with the Magnolia Motor Lounge. But the funny story is first. Uh, this guy's a prankster. Almost a little too much of a prankster. I went away one day to go uh, step away from the office, have a little meeting, and all of a sudden I'm getting pictures on my own uh, Facebook page of my car being for sale. Well, it turns out I left my laptop open in my office, and he decided to make himself useful in my office and and hack my Facebook account and uh, tried to sell my car, and people actually thought it was for sale. Uh, so that was very, very fun. Don't you remember that? Well, first of all, everything is for sale for a certain price. Very I didn't true. Put the price. Even if it's not your property. I was trying but, to help you. Thank you. And the, and the next time he decided to decorate my entire office with a, a really, really big uh, stack of post-it notes. And it was like TPing someone's front yard, except it was the interior of my office. And it was a, a lovely shade of neon post-it yellow. So thank you. Man about town, Trent Gilly. How are you? Hello. How are you guys? I'm great. Um, you know, it's funny we don't get credit for not doing what we initially think of, and you think the post-it notes was a big deal. And what I actually wanted to do was to move your entire office out in the parking lot, furniture and all. I didn't do that. Thank you. I held back, and you're still upset about the post-it notes, which which is like nothing compared to what I wanted to do. So, so. I should be thanking you. Is that it? Yeah, exactly. You owe okay. me. Okay. Well, well, thank you for for nothing. There you go. Okay, got that out of the way. Going down my list of questions and uh, anecdotes. We were introduced at Fort Worth Camera at the old location on 6th Street. Yep. And at the time, you were just kind of an enthusiast, a hobbyist. No, I didn't know anything. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know anything when I walked in your door the first time. Right. Um, The next time I knew you was just because hanging out at Magnolia Motor Lounge. Right. Putting two and two together. This guy is a... A, uh, a burgeoning hobbyist, we'll put it that way. Yep. And a guy who likes music and who's a, a businessman in Fort Worth. So the obvious question begs, how'd you start with picking up a camera? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I went to a, um, so my, my, myself and my, my some friends own Magnolia Motor Lounge. And I went to a venue in Colorado where a bunch of famous people had played that venue 
And in that venue, they had black and white photos of all the artists that had ever played in that venue. And it was really well done. And it got me thinking that I wanted to do that, something like that at Magnolia to document artists that had come across our stage. Um, and so I came back and I started calling photographers to come in and we have live music every night. So whoever was going to do that was going to have to do that every night and be up at Magnolia. Well, I, I was quickly learned that that was pretty expensive and I decided to, you know, no big deal, go buy the gear and just do it myself. And I started my road to failing miserably a lot. And, um, good. You know, I did what everybody does. I bought cheap gear the first time and went the cheap route and, um, learned my lesson that way. And it didn't, the gear didn't perform. So I would run back to fourth camera on sixth street when y'all were over there and, um, ask you what went wrong and why did my, my, why are my photos terrible? And you would explain to me all those kinds of things. And, and y'all staff was unbelievably helpful in that early, early days. And I can't believe that it, it went to what it went for me, but I just began to enjoy the process and, um, really, you know, we started send, taking photos of the artists when they played at Magnolia, then we would email the photos to them for them to use further down the line and whatever promotion they wanted to. And then, it just became a challenge and um it was i like a, a good challenge and um, I, I was actually interested in photography in high school and um you know life gets in the way and you get busy and it just kind of was something that came back up for me and um you know i just started to enjoy it and i like gear which uh, there's no <laughs> better hobby than photography for gear golf um, maybe golf yeah, fly exactly. fishing guns all the things that check 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 i do all of them yeah those are my things and you know the the photography incorporates in all those things except for golf really i don't carry a camera on the golf course with me but certainly with fly fishing and certain with being in in colorado and montana and the the places i get to go sometimes okay so a lot of times people put their lifestyle into photography but really you're folding your photography back into all of your lifestyle a hundred percent I think it, it it adds to trips that I take. When Great. used to, I just went to fish, and, and now I, I take a camera with me. Um, I do more and more now let the photography drive the itinerary of the trip. I'll, I'll get up earlier. I'll do things differently hey. to, to accommodate the photography. But um, in the early days, it was just I was dragging my camera with me and taking pictures. Um, I had a lot of people that were really instrumental in helping me, um, Charlie Stout being one of them. Um, you know, I would go take a pictures or take pictures all night of a concert and my pictures would be terrible. And I had to learn to take a lot of pictures. And Charlie guided me through that process early and it helped a lot. So not I, not to kind of brush up on our laurels and, and you know, stroke our own egos here at Fort Worth Camera, but does it mean anything to you that you're now in the same conversation as Charlie being a Fort Worth Camera ambassador? Well yeah, that's pretty crazy. I don't I don't consider myself on the level of Charlie and when you and I talked yeah, but about so, but the, the criteria is very similar. Sure. Okay. Sure. First off, being a good person, being an avid photographer, having an interest in getting better at photography and really, really, and ultimately this thinking about it all the time. Right. And, um, Charlie Stout, of course, has come up now three times in this discussion. And, um, before we kind of continue on that line of discussion, you mentioned you started dabbling or getting interested in photography in high school where was that oh man fort worth guy yeah i was born and raised here in fort worth went to southwest high school and then tcu after that and then um 
started working. Uh, I'm pretty unadventurous. I've lived in Fort Worth my whole life. My family goes back six generations. Um, my great granddad of the fifth power was the county commissioner of Parker County. So we've been here for a while. Um, but getting interested in photography. How much longer do you plan on staying, though? Uh, I think I'm going to stick around for a while. Damn it. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I do. I, I love Fort Worth. Um, it's just a perfect size okay, city. Okay, well, hold, hold on. Save that for okay, later because okay, that's, okay. The, the, that's the final question. Okay, you, there we go. You probably know. There we go. Okay, so check what we're doing, what you shot when you first got into it. Right. When you first got established. Now transitioning, transitioning away from essentially musicians' imagery, shooting bands, stuff in nightclubs. What else do you like to shoot? Because... Honestly, we've seen a lot more of your current work, which is outside of the nightclub. What are you shooting, man? Yeah, so, you know, for me, the Rocky Mountains, Colorado, Montana, it's just there's an, a, there's an image everywhere you turn. Um, I'm not the best landscape photographer because I'm a little bit ADD and hyper, and I don't have the patience to sit there and wait for three hours for the perfect moment. But what I'll do is just take the camera and the gear with me instead of sitting around waiting for that moment, I'm doing something else and that moment pops up and I'll set the gear up and I'll take a shot. Um, I love, I think the Rocky Mountains are just amazing. The scenes that are here in this country that, you know, I'm in, I'm in the Gunnison, Colorado area a lot. I'm in the Bozeman, Montana area a lot. Uh, um, Montana is just one of the most amazing places in the world to me. And what just, are the sensations you get when you snap one of those grandiose pictures that you've made? I big think, big canvases and prints from here. I mean, that, and by the way, I mean, if you're listening to this right now, go through like our backlogs of videos we put on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. There's one we've done with Trent where we did an unveiling of this big honking canvas. And it was like you can jump into this thing because it felt like it was three-dimensional and just the scope of things. I mean, I can only imagine what it looks like in person. Yeah, I think it's the greatest for me. So I go back to getting interested in photography in high school. It was pretty hard. It was analog and it was difficult and you had to have light meters and all that kinds of stuff. I think we're at a day and age now when you ask, ask what do I think when I, I'm able to take a shot in the Rocky Mountains in Colorado or wherever and it becomes a large canvas that I hang in my house. It blows me away that the technology has advanced to a certain point where a person like me could take an image like that. Because 30 years ago, that took someone that had a very technical, high technical knowledge, and the well, technology is okay, so okay, great. Okay, that, time out, time out, time out. You're, you're, you're discounting your own talent, though, right now. And I'll, I'll, I'll be here to, to help whoever's listening say that your images are really great. Well, I appreciate the, 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 that. The, well, that, that hang tight. So it's not, we're not done yet. I tell everyone that comes on this, yeah. man, your images are great yeah. because it's true. And by the way, where can someone look at your images on, say, Instagram? Yes. Yeah, uh, Instagram is just my name, Trent, T-R-E-N-T dot Gilly, G-I-L-L-E-Y. Trent dot G-I-L-L-E-Y. Okay. Trent Gilly. We are speaking with Fort Worth Camera Ambassador, man about town, uh, fan of music, fan of photography, and... Um, yeah, your images, if you don't consider yourself a technical photographer, whatever, if you don't think you are super comfortable with the technical jargon of photography, fine. There's a lot more to photography than that, though. Yeah, yeah, there is. Uh, and I, to tell you the truth, a lot of the, the knowledge I gained um, to be able to make images like that were from hanging around with you and guys in this camera shop. 
and looking at other images and conversations with Charlie and just listening to what they were doing and watching when they I would run out with Charlie to take shots and getting to be around him was uh, it helped fast forward me and get me a little better a little quicker but the technology certain I'm a gear guy and I, I believe in the gear but you have to know what to do with the gear and that's what you you know learning from you guys and learning from all the people around me was a huge help so tell us about your gear yeah so I'm a Canon guy um through and through Canon, um, I, I shoot with the Canon 6D Mark II. Cool. Um, I love the camera body because um, I would probably be shooting with the 5D Mark IV, but it doesn't have a flip screen. The 6D Mark II little flip screen in the back, it comes in a really handy when you're shooting concerts, which you can hold the crowd up the camera above the crowd, and it comes in handy when you're shooting landscapes where you can turn it up and not have to get down on your on lay down on the ground to be able to take an image. And then I'm canning glass all the way through. Um, use a lot of zoom lenses because you know they help in the concert and primes are a little bit difficult to use in concert settings. So the zooms give me some versatility to be more in the back and not be in the way of the show, but to still get great images with the high quality zoom. So now you're, you're a perfect example of someone who got into this just for fun and got into this as something that is a hobby and then has grown from then from there to being something that you want to get better at your hobby. And now it's more or less, I mean, may I, may I say it is a, a release of some kind? Oh, absolutely. It's, um, I, I'm and doing what exactly are you releasing. Yeah. I do a lot of business and life is stressful sometimes. And for me, um, you know, somebody one time was talking about meditation and, and I said, I don't, I don't meditate. I'm too hyper to meditate. But you are they, and they said, well, you fly fish, don't you? And I said, yeah. I do. And they said, well, you meditate. You and go. I think I get the same deal. And they said to me, you know, meditation is just focusing on one thing for a while. And I think that I get that from photography. And not only that, it's the process of it. It's getting in the truck, um, driving, because you're not going to, you know, for me, there's a lot of people that do work in the cities. I don't. I don't. I like to get out in the countryside. So I get in the truck and you drive out to West Texas or you drive to wherever you're driving to and um, it's the whole process of it. And, um, you know, I just find the whole thing just, just relaxing, you know? So if you had one thing, one notion, one bit of advice to share with, with Joe Smith banker downtown, he wants to get out. He's kind of into cameras, but he's not really there yet. I mean, what would you say to someone who's just a regular guy that wants to either add a hobby, get better at a hobby you know, for me, when I started shooting, I, I want to be good quick. And everybody has uh, that. Like, you yeah. want to be good overnight. Especially now, because social media and the internet yeah, is... Yeah, 100%. You feel that pressure to put that, out good images. Yeah, you got to be great now. Right. And then, you know, I would go out. I'd drive an hour or two hours to go shoot some landscapes. And I would get there, and I would drive back, and it would, I would fail miserably. But the only advice I can give people is to get out and do it. You've got to shoot. Shoot in manual. Um, I was forced to shoot in manual early on because I was in a dark nightclub okay. and to be able to hit the settings I needed to hit, I had to have good fast glass and I had to shoot in manual shooting in manual. I think really fast forwarded my learning because you have to really learn about the exposure triangle and things like that. Uh, but, but the thing is there's no shortcuts in photography. You've got to get out and you got to shoot, just get out and do it. And, People want to sit around and look for a shortcut. You can't. You got to go do it. And it takes time and it takes a, a maturation process. Um, but you, you've got to do it. 
You got to get in the truck and go. Okay, I think we just found out. Normally, I have to like wait for the title to, to pop up in the conversation. Get in the truck <laughs> and go. Okay. I mean, I think getting the truck and go is the key to success in 90% of things you do in life. Showing up is is 90% of the battle half the time. Uh, in your truck right now, I don't know if right now at the moment, but normally a, 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 a co-pilot in your truck is a a small four-legged person. Can you tell me about that creature? There is. She's in the truck right now. That, oh. is, that is Mags. Uh, she is a two-year-old. She turned two on December 1st. Oh, man. She's a two-year-old, unbelievably hyper and crazy Boinkin Spaniel. And she goes everywhere with me. I had her mother. I, I originally bought her mother nine years ago um, from a breeder in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want the Boinkin Spaniel to get popular, so I don't talk about it very much. But they're, oh, they're, they're probably the, they're probably the greatest dogs I've ever had. They're they're about a thirty pound hunting dog. And I mean, every, everyone listens to this podcast, right? Like right, right. So millions, millions of people, people. Just, yeah. But uh, they're great dogs. They're, she goes everywhere with me. I keep a camera bag in my truck at all times. And um, does she fold into your photography at all? She does. We go out to the farm quite a bit, and uh, they're a lot of fun to shoot. They're challenging to shoot. Um, Shooting animals probably taught me as much about taking a thousand shots to get one good one. Um, you know, little so kids and dogs. Hundred percent. The hard most to work difficult thing. Yeah, they're hard to work with. <laughs> All right, man. Well, here we're hitting our time just perfectly. We normally try to keep these plus or minus twenty minutes. We're at seventeen minutes and change right now, so we are coming in for a landing for our usual final recap question. Trent Gilly, does Fort Worth ever cross your mind? Oh, man. Fort Worth crosses my mind every day. Um, I think that we live in the greatest city in the country. Yeah. Um, it is a great mix of it's large enough to do significant business and um, has a lot of trade and economy, and you can do a lot of stuff here. It's a growing city. It's been growing for a long time, and um, it's small enough where everyone still knows each other, and um, you have those relationships, and, for, and, and first and foremost, Everyone's really nice to each other, and that's great. Yeah, well said. I couldn't agree more. And those are my sentiments exactly. When everyone from for me back home in California asks about Fort Worth, it's a big, small town. Yep. And people are friendly, and people are kind of just into all sorts of cool stuff. Segway, the Fort Worth Photo Fest is a collection of really cool stuff for your camera, and that's going to happen May 1st for the 9th, 2020 events are now live did you know that i did not know that events are live That's at fortworthphotofest.com and during that photo fest you'll actually be able to meet trent gilly because did you know trent you're going to be conducting an event oh man i heard this rumor yeah that that's so. part of the deal be fun yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun trent thanks for hanging out man okay thanks for having me This has been a presentation of Fort Worth Camera at 1600 Montgomery Street in the Cultural District of Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Mackenzie Hughes. Our engineer is Greg Woods. For more information about Fort Worth Camera, visit fortworthcamera.com. And for more information on the Fort Worth Photo Fest, please visit fortworthphotofest.com.